Hello, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Today we are talking all about Haley Bieber and I've been wanting to do this episode for such a long time so I'm really excited to dive into it. Just a few housekeeping episodes up at the top. Number one, love the title of this episode. You guys are so creative. For anyone who is following me over on Instagram, you all know that we have started something, I think within the past month, called Fluently Forward Finals, where a few days before the Monday episode, I will give a little preview about what the episode's about. And then folks will uh, suggest their own creative episode title for the show. I pick the top three. You guys vote over on Instagram for which one should win. And whoever wins gets 15 bucks from me, either on Amazon or Venmo. So that way, you know, you get to be a part of the show and Fluently Forward can pay for, I don't know, your coffees for the week or a pair of slippers on Amazon. So I just want to thank everyone who's been playing along for the past couple of, I think like, I don't know, maybe a week over on Instagram. You guys have the best titles. Very creative bunch here. Also, I wanted to announce we have merch. Fluently Forward finally has merch. And I know that I've said before in the past, like, I don't want to do merch because I just feel like I don't want to make like another t-shirt made from China that comes over here and, you know, is all stiff and it has Fluently Forward on it. Like for what? Like, I don't need you guys to do free advertising, but we are working with this incredible company called And Or Studios. It's run by a floozy Hannah. So shout out to her. And she reached out to me and it was like a total moment of, you know, we were meant to be together because her company, she goes through and she goes to all of these vintage and thrifted stores and she handpicks the best quality items that work with the Fluently Forward palette and design for our merch line, which is a lot of soft clothing, a lot of neutral pastel deep earth tones and she hand selects all of these items and then screen prints our merch slogan slogos our slogan logos on it so if you head over you can find her page if you go to fluentlyforward.com slash merch and we have three options of merch so we have the phrase very much in love with quotes around it because you know that's our favorite publicist PR lingo. We have merch that says floozy on it with this very cute cursive letter. It's like very fun, very punchy. And then we have merch that says hello, hello on it with the second hello a little bit italicized. So it's very fantastic. Each piece is one of a kind because these are thrifted pieces. And there's such a great variety too. You can get a t-shirt, you can get a crop top, you can get a button down, you can get, there's these cool denim jackets with like the phrases on the back of them. There's just such a great variety on there. So go and check it out. Hannah and I also work together to make sure that international shipping is a flat rate of $8.99. I really wanted to do that just because I know we've got some cool listeners down in like Australia, UK, India, all over the world. I want to make sure that it's not going to be like $30 of shipping if it's sent to you. Also for sizing, we have sizes from small to XL available there. And then there's also measurements for each piece. Um, So take a look at that individually. I know with the XL pieces measuring across the chest, it goes from 24 inches up to 30. And then if you want um, different sizes, we might be doing a second drop, I think, with a variety of different sizes and items that people have sent in. So you can keep an eye out for that. So just a huge shout out to Hannah. I'm looking at the page right now. Like every piece is so freaking cool. And everybody, everybody has been showing so much love since we dropped this last Wednesday. Everybody's saying that they love the sustainability of it, how each piece is unique. There's so many options to find, one that works for you. And I just want to say I appreciate the love from everybody. It's just been such a happy project to work on. Loved working with Hannah. So go check out her store and or studios. 
and go grab some floozy very much in love or hello hello merch over at fluentlyforward.com slash merch and now we are going to pop into the episode here today we are going to be talking about Haley bieber and this might be a little bit of a redemption episode it's going to be a well-rounded episode on all sides just because um look I was down to dislike Haley Bieber. I'm like, yeah, she's a Nepo baby who, this is going to sound crazy, okay? I'm going to sound like a big bitch, but I'm just going to say it. I feel like she's always pouting in photos. Like there are some Haley Bieber or like Emily Ratajkowski. I feel like there are some celebrities where I just always see them like mean mugging the camera. And I know it's a model thing. It's like very high fashion. But to me, I'm just like, every time I see you, I feel like you're glaring at me, you know? Okay, like honestly could I take things more personally but anyway I just kind of had that image in my mind of her I didn't love her didn't hate her but I was like yeah I could see how some people don't like her there was the drama with her and Selena but then the tide started to turn on her and Selena where people started to say wait a minute is Selena the mean girl right now which like we're gonna we have an episode a mini episode on Wednesday with Kelsey heinous Kelsey from TikTok where we talk all about mean girls and girls girls and what it means in Hollywood and in real life so you can look forward to that but the point to say I think it's so stupid to just like call someone a mean girl but the point stands the public perception has shifted a bit on Haley Bieber and I have kind of changed my tune on Haley Bieber after I listened to her on the Call Her Daddy podcast, which you guys know, I'm not a huge fan of the Call Her Daddy podcast, but this was last summer where I was down in Tanzania and I did not have any Wi-Fi and I was going through like, what do I possibly have downloaded on Spotify? It was that episode. I was desperate. I watched it and I thought, you know what? I surprisingly really like this Miss Haley. There were a few things that stuck out to me from the interview, and I'm just going to go over it here, and then we'll get into the typical episode where we talk about, right, her her background, her relationship with Justin, her blind items, different rumors online about her. But my takeaway from her on Call Her Daddy, first of all, she has a very soothing voice. My soothing, my soothing sister, you know? I was like, oh, I like it. She also mentioned that she had a sister, and I was like, oh my God, she has a sister. Like there's just so many things we don't, the only thing we know about Haley Bieber is lip gloss and Justin Bieber. And I find that very interesting because I don't know if she does it on purpose or I don't know if I saw a quote on in the internet where somebody said, Haley Bieber is like a vase, beautiful to look at, but so hollow inside. And I don't think that anyone is hollow. I just think they are the product of their PR team or their lack of PR team. So anyway, I was listening to this episode of Her on Call Her Daddy, which by the way, Alex Cooper is just such a shit interviewer. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. But okay, here's the thing. I used to critique Call Her Daddy back in the day. And one of the earliest episodes we ever did on Fluently Forward was all about Call Her Daddy. It's one of our most downloaded. A lot of people really liked it, which is funny because like, I didn't even have a good microphone back then. Anyway, but the thing is, I used to critique Call Her Daddy sometimes because the girls were doing one episode a week, and this was before I was a podcaster. They were doing one episode a week. They were backed by Barstool. They had all of these resources at their disposal. It was two of them working on it, which like, wouldn't that be nice? You know, you get to split the load with someone. And, uh, they would always talk about how like they can't go into the office. They're just so busy. And I remember working my nine to five and being like, how hard is it to do a fucking goddamn podcast? Especially when you're just talking about, <laughs> not to quote, uh, what's her name? 
Tati Westbrook, but sucking dick and balls, you know, like that was what they talked about on the episode. And it was just one episode a week, two of them chatting for an hour, which like when I do an episode chatting with a friend for an hour, sometimes we go for two hours because it's so easy. Anyway, and they would complain about the workload and I was like, the workload is not that hard. And then I started my own podcast and here I am on my own doing three episodes a week. So like I stand by my original critique, like they begged me back in the day. Anyway, but Alex Cooper, she's just like not a good interviewer. And I felt like Haley was bringing the most to the conversation when I listened to their episode. You can tell that Haley Bieber has done a lot of therapy. She also did this seven day therapy intensive um, and I was just like, damn, like she is the one hosting this episode. She's doing a much better job of it. I also got the vibe from her in the episode that she was very much a, I see all sides of a situation type of person, which I really resonate with. I really respect in someone. And she would start off a lot of things where she would say like, I can understand how and why people think X, Y, Z, which I just feel like is so self-aware. So many times celebrities and I'm not, Okay. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm going to mention Taylor Swift. Like, what are we, only five minutes in? But when I think of celebrities who are self-aware, I now consider Haley Bieber one of them because Alex would ask her a question, blah, blah, blah. What about the drama? What about Justin? And Haley would be like, look, I totally understand why people think that I'm just Justin's wife. You know, like before I did X, Y, Z and it was pretty minor. And now, obviously, he's such a huge pop star. Like, People are probably confused about who I am. She was very gracious with it. Whereas I feel like someone like Taylor Swift, if you approach her with like a reputation that she has, I don't know, Taylor Swift, you date a lot of people. No, I don't. If I was a man, I would be able to date whoever I want. I actually don't. I hid away from the world for like three years. Nobody physically saw me. Rather than I feel like if Taylor Swift took the Haley Bieber approach in this interview, you could say something like, yeah, I understand that, you know, like some people do this, some people do that. You have to keep in mind, I'm in Hollywood. The dating pool is everyone that I work with. Um, It's easier to date people here. I just feel like that explanation and trying to understand what the general public thinks of you, I think it really does a lot for kind of garnering people to your side, or at least that's what it did to me when I heard Haley speak. And she also continued with this when she kind of spoke to Selena's fans and she had this idea where she said in the podcast, she was like, look, like you're not obligated to like me. You don't have to like me. I just ask that you don't do X, Y, Z, which I thought was very sweet. It's, it's the opposite of once again, kind of that like Taylor Swift or Hillary Clinton vibe of if you don't like me, you are anti-woman and you are a misogynist and you are a bad feminist. And here's Hailey Bieber being like, look, you don't have to like me. I totally get it if you don't. I just ask that you don't do X, Y, Z things to me. So I thought that was, it just, I don't know. She just came across as very balanced and very thoughtful. And you could tell that she had done a lot of therapy and she had that nice ass soothing voice, which I loved. So my only note for Haley Bieber, she needs to get better PR. Like she wants to be known for something. You can tell that she wants to be a little bit famous, right? I mean, you know, she's got her YouTube series. She has the road beauty line. She needs to lean in to providing value for people. There's this influencer that I follow, Valeria Lipovetsky, and she's a former model, just like Hailey Bieber. And she does all of these, um, 
posing hacks on Instagram where she'll do reels of like, if you're sitting at dinner, three ways to pose when someone takes a picture of you. If you are showing off a trench coat, three ways to pose, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like Haley Bieber should do things like that because people really gravitate to and like people who provide them with value and tips. And she could do something like that. Now, something else that I would also suggest for her, look at me just giving out some free PR uh, tips here. She did an interview with Bloomberg and she was talking about her bathroom series. She has this YouTube series called like, who's in my bathroom? And it's not even a real fucking bathroom. It's like a set somewhere in LA and then they turn it into this big bathroom. It, I don't, it just really steams me that like the bathroom is fake, you know, anyway. And then people come in and her and a celebrity you know, decorate a cake with frosting together while they chit chat. And like, she's interviewing people in her bathroom, whatever. So in her interview with Bloomberg, she's talking about how she's an interviewer and how she wants to have real conversations and get silly. And my thought is why celebs? Like if you actually want to call yourself an interviewer and you want to have real conversations with people, why is it Kylie Jenner and Chelsea Handler in your bathroom. Why not interview real people? They're everywhere in the world and their stories are way better than celebrities. And if you actually want to have these authentic, honest, real conversations, there's people out there with incredible stories who don't have an IMDB credit page. You know, they have like accomplishments and stories of their own. Interview them. Then you get to call yourself an interview. Otherwise, you're no better than a late night show host, right? You're you're just helping other privileged millionaires with their PR. You're not actually being an interviewer. So I don't know, you know, maybe I'm getting a little bit grouchy, but I just find it a little bit annoying when these celebrities chit chat with their celebrity friends and they're like, oh my God, I'm an interviewer. And it's like, no, you're not. You're either A, just chatting with a friend and getting paid to do it, or B, you're like boosting somebody's newest nail polish you know, line and you're doing free PR for them. You're not actually interviewing. These aren't like deep three hour long Joe Rogany conversations. Today's episode is brought to you by Dipsy. Let's get frisky. Did you miss me? Come and get it. Dipsy is an app and it is full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories that are designed by women for women. They have a huge growing library, which includes a fantasy series of vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore all of your different pleasure with. They also have new content. It's released every week. So if you want to listen to your favorite stories again and again, or find new ones, you can do whatever you want. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat some shit up with a partner. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash fluently. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P. S-E-A stories.com slash fluently, dipsystories.com slash fluently, and they also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories if you prefer reading. Dipsystories.com slash fluently. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about before we get into her background and proceed down the fluently forward pipeline here, I have heard from somebody in person who waited on Haley that the rumors of her and Kendall Jenner not tipping and being rude to waitstaff is true. I, I, you know, tons of people over on TikTok and Reddit have said this, and I heard it from somebody myself. It was at a podcast event. They worked with the podcast media company. No, no. She dated someone who worked at the podcast company, and she was telling me her story. 
And I want to share a little conspiracy theory here because you know me, I love my conspiracy theories. Ooh, okay. This is the Google SEO conspiracy theory when it comes to Haley Bieber. When you go over to Google and you type in Haley Bieber tip because you want to get the down low about how she doesn't tip people, all that comes up is pictures of her nails, the tips of her nails, her nail tips. You know what else comes up? A bunch of YouTube videos that she's made that says Haley Bieber's best hair tips, best beauty tips, best nail tips, best fashion tips. She's making all of these videos with tip, tip, tips in the title. Now look, that is classic. It's not like too outlandish or out there. And maybe she's always been into her nails and her manicures, but I remember the nails becoming popular a few years back. And that was when all the rumors of her not tipping was also coming out. So, I mean, who's to say, is she doing this to distract from the rumors that she's not tipping? Fox News says yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's very interesting. I would keep an eye on it. Um, you know me. I love a good theory like that. All right, let's kick things off and dive into Haley Bieber's background. So she was born in Tucson, Arizona to the actor Stephen Baldwin. He is the youngest of the Baldwin brothers, and they all have their own fucked up issues. And um, maybe one day we'll do a Baldwin episode, but he struggled with addiction growing up. I feel like Haley's mom was kind of a caretaker, martyr of the family, like really looked after him. I know a lot of people look at Haley and Justin's relationship and say, ooh, maybe she's modeling it after what she saw growing up. Who knows? Her maternal grandfather is a Brazilian musician. Haley talks a lot about um, her Brazilian heritage. And I find that interesting that there's like a little bit of music in her background. So she has a career in modeling. She is five foot seven. I just like always thought growing up, watching Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model, you need to be way taller, but she also is a Nepo baby. So when she first started modeling, she was signed with Ford Models. She would appear in like Love Magazine, ID Magazine. Her first commercial campaign was for French Connection. She made her runway debut walking for Topshop. And not me saying this because like I'm not a fashionista, but like those are kind of reachable modeling goals, I feel like, at the beginning. But then things went on the up and up. So in 2015, she was photographed for Vogue and Teen Vogue. In the summer of 2015, she was in Ralph Lauren advertising um, with Cody Simpson. And then she did the runway for Tommy Hilfiger. And then it was just off to the races. And then she was like a fancy-ass model. She was one of the celebrities that did the promo for the Fire Festival, which I just think is so funny. And she then said that the money went to charity. She was asked about it on the Late Late Show with James Corden, which like, you know that it's planned. Any of the shit that he asked in that like, what was it? Um, what's it called? Spill your guts or fill your guts, which I'm not going to lie. The shit that they say those celebrities will have to eat if they don't answer the question is disgusting a hard segment for me to watch. Anyway, so he asked her during that segment, he said, Haley, <laughs> how much money did you get to appear in the Fire Festival promo? And she said, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to share, but it made for a very generous donation to charity. And I will say, Haley's good at the PR. She must have been media trained, whatever the fuck that phrase means. But like, she is always giving off these very like vague politician, gracious answers. I don't really see her put her foot in her mouth that often. She's very thoughtful with all of her responses. Anyway, after modeling and doing a little bit of promo for the Fire Festival, she is now a businesswoman. And I'm so sorry. Like, I really don't mean to be cunty. I just, 
I do find it a little bit laughable. I find all celebrity brands pretty laughable. I just do. How could you not, especially being um, a small business owner myself, you know, employee one, there is just so much that goes into a business. Like I would say a good 10% of my workload is like managing my finances, having to write letters to the IRS because they fucked something up, having to like uh, regulate something with like the Colorado Division of Labor. It's just like all of this shit that you know Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez and Rihanna, like they're not doing any of that shit for their company. So I just find it aggravating. Like I find it aggravating in the same way that Carly Kloss is a YouTuber, but you know that she's never edited a single one of her YouTube videos. She barely even holds the camera like somebody else films her. And then I don't like when I just don't like when people or like when Meghan Markle is called a podcaster. Come on. You know, she's never edited her own podcast. And Haley Bieber, I'm sure she's technically a businesswoman, but like, come on. Anyway, I did find this interesting tidbit when I was researching that in 2018, Haley Bieber applied for and received a trademark on her name, Haley Bieber, for commercial purposes. But before she did that, she requested to use the trademark Bieber Beauty, and she was actually denied that because Justin Bieber owned that trademark. So he filed for the Bieber Beauty trademark in 2003. He was nine years old at the time nine years old. Isn't that crazy? But he thought maybe down the line, and when I say he, I mean, it's probably his team, thought that down the line, he might have a line of cosmetics with soaps, shampoos, and lotions. I will say back in the day when he was in like the swoopy hair, that would have sold out so heavily and then made its way to TJ Maxx and like still been sold out so heavily. Anyway, but that's a little bit of interesting tea that she originally wanted it to be called Bieber Beauty, which is a little bit of a tongue twister. I like road much better. So we all know June 2022, she launched her skincare brand called Road. In other news, um, she has a history. Her first aspiration was actually to be a classical ballet dancer, but she had a foot injury, so her training ended. But I feel like she kind of shouts out her ballet background over on TikTok a bit. In terms of relationships, she was linked to Shawn Mendes in 2018. I feel like everybody knew that that was PR. It's kind of giving me the same vibe as Sabrina Carpenter and Barry Kogan. Although I could see them being real, but they're also like such a perfectly planned match. I could also see it being a little boosting beneficial for them. Let's see. She was raised as a Christian. We're going to get into this more. She endorsed a Joe Biden for the last election, but previously Bernie Sanders. Her father is pretty Republican, but she says in interviews, you know, like my views are different from him. I feel like every millennial can relate to that. She's also had a little bit of health trouble Uh, in November 2022. She said that she had, do you remember this? She had this ovarian cyst the size of an apple on her ovary. And she said that she had had a few cysts like that more than a few times, which I just always appreciate when celebrities shout things out like that. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like I have a list of, you know, my own (laughs) uh, mental and physical health deficiencies. And I know every single celebrity who shares the same one as me. Like, I do think it's important when celebrities shout out things like that. And it is good to spread awareness too. Like, isn't that crazy? You can have a cyst the size of your app, (laughs) your apple, the size of an apple on your ovary. I remember my aunt When she was young, she had a brain tumor and the tumor was the size of an orange. Like these tumors, why is it always a fruit? You know, it's always a fruit, but like 
it's just absolutely insane, like what the human body can do. Anyway, I read some interviews that she did, and I gotta say, I feel like she came across better in Call Her Daddy recently than she did in some of these written past articles. So I'm gonna give her some grace because some of these are old, but I'm gonna tell you what I liked and didn't like about them. So she's done a lot of different interviews with Elle. She must have some sort of connection there, but in 2017, I feel like they kind of fucked her on this because this is what they made the title of the article, quote, Haley Baldwin on Trump, love, and career. Quote, I work my ass off. Why did you want to hurt her? (laughs) That's like putting her name with Trump and then also having the Kim Kardashian get off your ass and work quote in there. Like, come on. Like she's a Nepo baby and that's what you're making the headline. Of course, people aren't going to like it. Anyway, but she has this quote in the article where she says, I work my ass off to make what I have and to prove that this is what I want to do. I want to be a model. I don't think I would be where I am if people didn't see something in me. Okay, this was obviously way before the Nepo baby discourse, but it's just like, yeah, they did see something in you. It's your last name being Baldwin. Are you kidding me? I mean, she's beautiful. She's got some of the, probably the best skin I've ever seen on anyone. Like she's, she's very good looking. But I just remember growing up, like I said, in the Tyre Banks, America's Next Top Model, models were known for their walk and their variety of looks and the way that they could be like a chameleon. And I feel like now you have these, right, like the era of Instagram models, Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner. Where's the variety? First of all, where's the walk? Like, I know everybody on TikTok's like, Kendall Jenner's walk is so good now. Yeah, what? Seven years later? Are you kidding me? Anyway, um her and Kendall just always look the same. And like, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. So I went on Haley's Instagram before this and I'm scrolling through. She has the same like expressionless, almost pouty face in literally every single photo. And then every once in a while she smiles and like, that's it. And I just feel like, well, okay, here's the thing too. I'm only saying this because this is her next quote in the interview. She said, I put all my modeling photos on my Instagram because I'm showing it to people. It's not about me getting paid to model for things on Instagram. Of course, sometimes we do get paid for things we do on Instagram and Twitter, but there is a line of calling someone an Insta model or an Insta star. And it's just like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know much about modeling too. And I do find it interesting. I was having this thought the other day when I was making dinner. When I was growing up as a millennial, I remember people talked about models. They gave them a lot of grace. Like we spent a lot of time talking about how models are treated so unfairly, how they all have eating disorders, how they're all told to lose weight, how they don't live these glamorous lives. They kind of get paid like shit. They're thrown out of the industry out of a certain age. And that was a little bit of the rhetoric. And I feel like now when somebody's a model, because these things such as Instagram models exist, it's like you're privileged. You don't have to work. Being a model means that you post one photo on Instagram and you make enough money to carry you through the next like three months of your life, probably more, you know? Um, I don't know. I just remember what a model was growing up versus what a model is now is very, very different. Anyway, we're in the same article. She talks about her spiritual values. She says, (laughs) quote, 
I quote the Bible all the time. I take it into my everyday life. I'm quite serious about it. It's not funny when people joke about it. I actually find it quite offensive. It's something that's really important to me, and I've seen it change a lot of people's lives. It certainly did in my family. It's something I plan to stick to for the rest of my life. Raise my kids that way. Marry someone who believes the same things. It's important to me. Spirituality is a good way of being able to always be connected with something that's bigger than you. It's an anchor. And I get some parts of that. I, I do think so many people shit on Christianity in a way that they never would with any other religion, um, which I just always scratch my head over a little bit. And before you say like, oh, that's just because, um, you know, like the Catholic church has pedophiles and like they're homophobic, dude, have you researched other religions? Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. You think other religions aren't homophobic and there aren't pedophiles in other religions? Like, come on. It's just like astronomical. I mean, like anytime there's a power position and anytime there's something organized and there's a leader at the top and there's a deity being worshipped, like it's so easy for vile shit to spread. Um, I just find it interesting. I'm not saying like don't insult any religion. I'm just saying either don't insult any of them or insult all of them. You know, nothing should be off the table. But I do want to say she did have to take some shit for this because this hilarious thing happened where years ago she was doing an AMA or like a question box thing on Instagram and somebody said Halloween yes or no and she (laughs) you guys have probably heard this she posted an Instagram story responding to that question once again the question was Halloween yes or no she said I'm a Christian do you have any idea what that means historically it means I redefine everything in culture pagan feast of winter solstice Oh, that's now Jesus' birthday. Pagan Feast of Spring Planting? Oh, that's now Easter weekend. Pagan Celtic Festival involving dressing up and warding off evil spirits? Oh, now it's All Saints Day, and we celebrate the victorious church that has overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Candy, please. I'm not afraid of the world. I'm not afraid of any devil or demon or incantation. They are terrified of me. Halloween is now my holiday, and I am claiming all candy for the glory of God and the celebration of saints. What now? I'll dress up however I like. My favorite characters, pop culture stuff, whatever. It's my party and you're invited. I'm alive today and a saint tomorrow. Give me candy. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck was that? I think everybody was weirded out by it. Um... She was asked about this like Instagram story that she posted in a separate interview years later. And she said that what she posted was kind of something that a Hillsong preacher had been preaching to the congregation like earlier that day. So I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say maybe she was just, I don't know, like in the zone and she just kind of reposted what he said. I think it's bizarre, though. Don't you think so? I just, I just like, can't even really make head or tails of it. She has said earlier, too, that she posted um, on Instagram some throwback Halloween costumes when she was a kid. And she said, quote, before dad decided Halloween was evil and banned it. So I do think, you know, it's, it's never easy growing up hardcore religious. Okay, this is another quote in the same article. She says that she's the mom of her friendship group. Quote, I'm the mom. I like taking care of people. I like nurturing people. We sometimes call Kendall Jenner Mama Ken's because she's very rational. She has a good head on her shoulders and she's a straight thinker. I'm kind of like an encyclopedia. I'm a little nerdy, to be honest. Once again, guys, 
what is it with the celebrities coming for nerd culture? It's a freaking epidemic. Every single celebrity wants to wear the nerd. Co- My culture is not your costume. I have just said it before. Celebrities always come for nerd culture. And like the thing is, we see hundreds of Instagram stories from celebrities every week, thousands every year. How come I have never seen you playing video games once? I haven't even seen you playing a board game. Why aren't you doing brand deals with Comic-Con? How come when you're asked about TV shows, you don't shout out any nerdy TV shows when asked what your faves are? Just like, show me where the nerd is. Show me a semblance of anything nerdy that you guys have actually done. It's just like somebody told these celebrities that like being nerdy is relatable and down to earth. And then they all claimed the word for themselves. You're not a nerd. You're not. Like, I just, I don't know. It's, It's just, it's bizarre to me. Anyway, now we're a few years into the future. She does another interview with Elle. This is when she says, at 17, she moved out of her parents' home and into a Manhattan apartment with her older sister. Quote, I've always been super independent since I was really young. When I moved out, I was like, bye guys, see you later, she says laughing. I started modeling and made enough money to pay the rent. I was like, okay, cool. If this is going to work for me, I'm going to stick with it because I enjoy making my own money and living on my own. Now, people said online that Haley was on Fallon promoting this and she shared, right, this super duper relatable story about moving to the city alone to model at age 17. And this person says her parents said she would have to pay her own way. Sure, Jan. And OMG, she just happened to immediately get a modeling job that paid for her entire first year of rent to the dollar. So a lot of people were skeptical about this. God knows I was. But then somebody else said Haley's family was broke before she turned 18. Her childhood home went into foreclosure in 2009. It wasn't actually auctioned until 2017. And apparently her aunt uh, has this like Christian YouTube channel. And in a few videos on there, she's gotten into their finances. She says in the early 2000s, they were living in a house that was worth like $3 million outside of New York City. Already, I'm like, come on. Come on. Anyway, then the family moved to LA so Billy could star on a TV show. The show ran two seasons. The market crashed. His career cooled. They lost a lot of money, blah, 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 whatever. So maybe like, maybe they weren't rolling in it, but they also like, I just really doubt that any parent would send their child into Manhattan at 17 and say like, you have to model to make it on your own, which by the way, she was, she was living in an apartment with her sister. I don't know. I just find that story a little bit suspicious. Today's episode is brought to you by Daily Harvest, which I love. I have been eating Daily Harvest for years, and they are just healthy, easy to prep food that comes delivered straight to your door. And it always makes me feel like such a put together girl when I use it. Very Haley Bieber-esque. So a lot of people know that Daily Harvest, they have smoothies, they have harvest bowls. I want to shout out some of my favorites. I love the bites, especially they have these cacao and peppermint bites. They taste like thin mints in a bowl. It's just so good for that time where maybe like you only have 10 minutes before your next meeting and you're hungry and you don't want to be hangry. These bites, I pop them in. They're amazing. They also have milk with a Y on there, which you might not think to check out, but I love it because recently I've gotten into checking ingredients. And whenever I go to the grocery store, every almond milk has all these like gums and all this crap in it. So anyway, go check out Daily Harvest. They also have pasta on their menu now. 
which is incredible. So take the guessing out of eating well and try Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com slash fluently to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com slash fluently for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Dailyharvest.com slash fluently. Now, something else that I've noticed in a lot of interviews is she consistently calls herself logical and rational and analytical when I think two weeks ago we had on Mystic Michaela for celebrity aura readings. She read Haley's aura and said that it was purple yellow and yellow aura people are very, uh, you know, detailed. They like to keep a map. They like to organize things, have a schedule. So I, you know, I do see that for her. But I found it interesting that she keeps calling herself logical, rational, analytical. But when it comes to the internet and how to deal with it, I don't really see her logic here. So this is a quote, and this is recent now. We're in 2023. So she was speaking about the recent drama that fans stirred up online between her and Selena Gomez. She called the situation disappointing. And she was kind of lamenting about how you can never win with the internet and trying to move forward despite what people say about her. She also said, too, that she has a love-hate relationship with TikTok. And she says, quote, I found for it to be a very nasty, negative place. When they're talking about you, you have a face and a voice to the things that are being said. So it feels a lot more of a personal attack on you when you see someone vocalizing it. And look, trust me, I like completely get what she means. You know, if there have been so many times, like I've had a video of mine stitched. The recent one, right, was like, I feel like a few... I feel like a few months ago, like I made a video back at the VMAs and I was like, I feel like Taylor Swift was playing to the cameras at the VMAs, which by the way, that take that I made months ago would now be considered like, that's what everyone is saying now. I was just ahead of the curve, baby. Anyway, it blew up and everyone on the internet hated my guts for like weeks and like people would stitch it, like yelling at me, talking about how I hate women. I remember there was one stitch. I opened it up and it's some girl on her bed and she's reading feminist literature at me. You know what I mean? Like, and it does suck to like see this face of someone like directly yelling at you, like on your phone and like very upset with you. Like, yeah, like TikTok can be a brutal place. But I also find that with Haley, like I'm even nervous to do this episode because I feel like Haley Bieber is so consistently online. She has this history of accidentally, which I mean, this makes her so relatable, but like, remember when she accidentally followed a Selena Gomez fan account and then she had to DM the account and be like, sorry, that was an accident and then undo it. Or I remember I always shout this out. She once made an Instagram story saying, everybody always asks me why my pinky is crooked. So fine. I'm going to tell you, here's what happened with my pinky, like blah, blah, blah. It's a little thing. And like, I can't fix it. So please everybody back off and like stop asking me questions about why my pinky is so weird and crooked. And I remember reading that and you can hear the frustration in her voice because she's right. You can't win with the internet. But it's also something that makes me wonder, like this is the one thing that in my opinion, she's not acting rationally or logically or analytical about because what do they say, right? The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And I feel like if you're going to be a figure on the internet, especially someone as big as her, you can't be lurking on TikTok. Like I, I see her and Madison Beer get their feelings hurt by this and it breaks my heart because like it, like I know how it feels. It sucks. It ruins your whole day. Sometimes it ruins your week. But I also feel like you you have to change what you're doing to get different results, right? And once again, kind of similar to me, like critiquing Call Her Daddy, I feel like I was 
I don't know, like, okay to do that because then I ended up, you know, taking my own advice and doing more episodes in a week than Call Her Daddy was doing as as a solo podcaster, right? I work for myself. I'm online. There's a bunch of shit about me online. But I, over the years, have made a system where like, A, I don't go on certain website forums that are about myself. And B, I have a virtual assistant who will gather feedback all across the internet about me and my podcast and summarize it in like a kind way that like tells me what nuggets I can improve on and what nice things people are saying. So that way I have like my finger on the pulse without diving in and getting like my feelings really hurt. And like, look, I've been podcasting for two years and those are like boundaries that I have set up. So I just wonder like, Haley Bieber, you have all the resources in the world at your disposal. And I know that the internet hurts your feelings, but you know, there's only so many times you can get burned by a hot stove before you say to somebody like, why do you keep touching that goddamn stove? You know? So I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to be a bitch, but let me know what your thoughts are. I feel bad for any celebrity who sees negative things about themselves on the internet, but I also am confused about celebrities who then stay chronically online in the same place where it's hurting them when, especially when they're rich too, you know, I would just be like, if you're Haley Bieber, anytime you have the urge to look yourself up online, just like go get a massage. Wouldn't that be nice? Anyway, today's episode is brought to you by Quince. Feel like a prince with Quince and get all of your items in a cinch, okay? Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. They offer a range of high-quality items at prices that are well within reach, whether you are looking for a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, maybe some washable silk tops and dresses, or maybe some jewelry. I myself, I have pillows from Quince. I have a purse from Quince. I have some very beautiful, like, gold diamond hoops from Quince. Anything you want, you can get it from there. What I love using Quince for, I recently moved. Quince has a bunch of great kitchen items. You know, like you want like a good knife, but you don't want to, who wants to spend like $300 on a knife, you know? Go check it out at Quince, okay? So give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fluently for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That is... Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fluently to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash fluently. Okay, let's get into the timeline of her and Justin. I'm just going to do a brief overview. I mean, like her and Justin could be an entire episode on their own. Um, But I just want to shout out, right? So they tied the knot September 2018. They did it at a New York City courthouse. And then a year later, they had like a more traditional ceremony with family and friends in South Carolina. But... They first got with each other. They sparked that flame in 2015, but they were first introduced in 2009 by Stephen Baldwin. And I have to say, like, I have a heart, man. It is cute. This is back when Justin Bieber's hair was all flippy and Haley Bieber. What do people people say? She looked like young Putin back in the day. But like, honestly, she's kind of had the same face card for the last like 20 years of her life. And it's just cute. Like you can look it up online. There's a video of them meeting too. And like you can tell that Haley Bieber is so nervous to meet Justin Bieber. I guess I should say Haley Baldwin. It's just cute. It's just like two kids being awkward. The girl has a crush on the guy. The guy is clueless. Like it's cute. And how fun that they're now married and they can have that. Like the minute you ever start dating anyone 
don't you have that urge to like invisible string theory your relationship and be like, okay, like did we ever once run into each other like back in the day? Like that would have been so cool. So 2009 was technically when they first met, but 2015 was when things were getting steamy. It's interesting too, because this was the same time that Justin Bieber was rumored to be hooking up with Kourtney Kardashian. I saw um, a quote online where people were saying that that whole friend group passed him around like a turkey on Thanksgiving. And like, look, I don't know if I believe the rumors, but if you were to believe the rumors, the rumors say that Justin is hooked up with Selena, Haley, Kylie, Kendall, Courtney. Like, I don't know if it's true, but I don't know. They must be more evolved friends than me because I would not like that, but whatever. In an Instagram photo, they're celebrating New Year's Eve in 2015, and there's a photo of them kissing. They were also on and off and on and off for a while. And there's this Elle, once again, she did an interview with Elle in 2020, and she kind of gives a little bit of insight to this. So she says that they dated for the first time when she was 19 and then broke up. And Haley says, quote, there was a time when our lives seemed to be going in very different directions. I actually think, now that I look back at it being married, that it was a good thing for the two of us. It was very healthy. A few years later, they started talking again. Quote, we ended up being at this church conference together in Miami, and it was the first time we'd seen each other in a while. I remember we were hanging out, and I was like, listen, I'm really, really happy for us to be friends again. I want us to always be cool and be friends. He was like, yeah, here's the thing. We're not going to be friends. And I was like, oh, is that so? I don't know why like my butthole is cringing up. I think it's just because like only Margot Robbie can say that in The Wolf of Wall Street. You know, can I get a straw? And then she gets the straw. We're not going to be friends. I don't think Justin Bieber can say we're not going to be friends. Well, actually, you know what? Okay, here's the thing. I actually think he could say it. This is why we need new Justin Bieber music. One of my favorite lines of his songs. And my friend, I think um, Bridget came on. We did an episode all about Justin and Selena and their blind items. It was like an earlier episode. If you want to check that out, it is public. But we said that it was always very interesting that even though Justin was kind of in like the pop R&B scene, he never really spoke negatively about women. Even like last week, right, we did our mini episode on Usher and his Confessions album is all about like infidelity and stuff like that. Justin is always singing very respectfully about women, which is interesting because all of his blind items say that he's like a total shitbag. But that is the vibe of his music. And I always loved that line in, uh, I forget what song it is, but he goes, And I've just loved that, like that idea of like, oh my God, like you think my girlfriend is my priority? Yeah, she is. She's absolutely my priority. Like, oh God, it feels so good. That's how I feel about my patrons, by the way. <laughs> you think I'm biased to my patrons? You hit it right on the head. Anyway, so then they're on and off, on and off. Like in 2017, he's with Selena Gomez, but they're still friends. Are they really friends? Because then in 2018, they're hooking up and then whatever, they get engaged. Like one day we could do a full Haley, Selena, Justin timeline, but that is like a whole episode in itself. Now, I do want to shout out what happened after the proposal. So in July 2018, two days after the proposal, Justin Bieber takes to Instagram. And get ready, this is a very lengthy Instagram caption. 
Was going to wait a while to say anything, but word travels fast. Listen, plain and simple, Haley, I am so in love with everything about you. So committed to spending my life getting to know every single part of you, loving you patiently and kindly. I promise to lead our family with honor and integrity, letting Jesus through his Holy Spirit guide us in everything we do and every decision we make. My heart is completely and fully yours, and I will always put you first. You are the love of my life, Haley Baldwin, and I wouldn't want to spend it with anybody else. You make me so much better, and we complement each other so well. Can't wait for the best season of life yet. It's funny because now with you, everything seems to make sense. The thing I am most excited for is that my little brother and sister get to see another healthy, stable marriage and look for the same. God's timing really is literally perfect. We got engaged on the seventh day of the seventh month. The number seven is the, spir- is the number of spiritual perfection. It's true. Google it. Isn't that nuts? By the way, I didn't plan that. Anyways, my goodness, does it feel good to have our future secured? We're going to be better at 70, baby. Here we go. Quote, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. This is the year of our favor. Five exclamation points. It's uh, honestly, if somebody told me Britney Spears wrote that, I would completely believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just got kind of like that vibe about it. Um, you know how they say the longer the Instagram caption, the unhappier the couple is. I'm sure that they were happy at this point. And also I was researching something for a different episode. Wait, it's going to come to me. No, it's not. I lost it. But it was basically saying that there's a rule that child actors have to be tutored, right? For like three hours a day on set. If they're working, Justin Bieber got famous at what he had that trademark at age nine. Oh my God, that sounds crazy. But like, I think what we forget with a lot of these celebrities, I feel like too, whenever like current events or an election comes up and everybody's like, we need this celebrity to speak out. I'm like, I don't know if you do. Like just because they're famous doesn't mean that they're well-versed and all of that. Yeah, I'll be the first person to admit, I don't know shit other than conspiracy theories and some blind items. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just, I don't know. Oh, I know what made me think of it. On the Patreon this past Friday, Christy and I were doing trending topics, and one of the things we covered was Zane from One Direction and his scandal with like how there was this fan, this girl that he was hooking up with from Tinder, and he kept pressuring her into threesomes with all of these women. Go check it out on Patreon if you want. We cover that. But in all of these leaked messages, he kept using the wrong tense of like your and their. And I feel like anytime, I remember I did a public episode on celebrity sex that were leaked and they're always using the wrong grammar tense, which by the way, you can't do when you're sexting because that immediately turns someone off. At least it would for me. But then it's also like, well, a lot of these famous celebrities, not to shame anyone, just to say like, look, these celebrities did not take the same like grammar and spelling and reading and writing classes that we did. They had a completely different life growing up. So, you know, when I read long Instagram captions like Justin's or Britney's, you know, they seem a little bizarre and all over the place, but they were living on a completely different life track than us. Like when we were going through our Tumblr blogging phase and then our shortening phase on Twitter and then our like meme phases and then like constructing our language to work with like each year that it's in, celebrities weren't on that path. They just like weren't doing things that we were. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into some of the blind items. And we're gonna start with some of the ones of her and Justin. So this blind item says, without actually saying it out loud, this barely there celebrity offspring of a barely there celebrity, so Haley, told a magazine that she and her husband don't have sex. 
And I don't think that that's what really happened in the magazine. She did a recent interview with the Wall Street Journal magazine, and she talked about the pressure to have kids by a certain age and how she's come to the realization that she's still super young. She says, quote, I think I had it ingrained in my head that I was going to want to have kids right away, and I was going to want to have kids super, super young. Then I turned 25, and I'm like, hey, I'm still super, super young. She says they have no immediate plans, but she and Justin think that they might have kids, quote, in the next couple of years. Quote, I think ideally in the next couple of years we would try, but there's a reason they call it try, right? You don't know how long that process is ever going to take. Definitely no kids this year. That would be a little hectic this year. That would be a little hectic, I think. And I just, I want to shout out by her saying there's a reason why they call it try. You don't know how long the process is going to take. I feel like she is very thoughtful about these things. I remember she was on the Ellen show and Ellen was like, is it a red flag if you're dating someone and they're not in therapy? And she said, no, because, you know, therapy can be really expensive. And I feel like she kind of touches on perspectives that a lot of celebrities normally don't. Anyway, in light of this, I want to shout out uh, a new sponsor that we have for the podcast because I feel like this ties in nicely to what she said. Today's episode is brought to you by Modern Fertility, and I want to shout out what Haley Bieber said, what we're talking about in this episode, when she was basically saying that when her and Justin start trying for kids, they're going to start trying because the key word is try there. Nobody just gets pregnant. Well, most people don't just get pregnant right away, and that's because sometimes when people try to get pregnant, there's a lot going on with reproductive health and fertility. So Modern Fertility is going to help you really take control of what's going on with your fertility and figure out uh, your status there. So it is a very easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones. You do this at home with a simple finger prick. You just mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within six business days. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash fluently. That means that your test is going to cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. And you can get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash fluently, modernfertility.com slash fluently. Okay, the next blind item here, it says, this A-list celebrity, Haley Bieber, loves talking about her sex life and the crazy things she has done, but 99% of it has not been with her husband. They are more friends than anything. Hmm. This is related to an article where it says Kim Kardashian and Haley Bieber reveal that they're both members of the Mile High Club. Of course you are. The only way you can basically do it is in a private jet, but whatever. Um, This is going to get into some interesting blind items later. I do believe, I believe that Haley and Justin are very close friends and very close to each other. I I don't believe that they're going to be breaking up soon. I know a lot of people say that. I don't, I don't see it. But we do have some saucy blind items that like their relationship might be open later. Anyway, okay, before we get into that, this random blind item, it says this north of the border singer, Justin Bieber, doesn't give 10% of his income to his church like their employees are forced to. Uh, But he gives enough that him and his wife are treated like VIPs and the church is desperate for his fame and money. Of course they are. I feel like, do you remember seeing all of those Jesus commercials at the Super Bowl this year? And, um... On Reddit, on Reddit, I've been getting like, Jesus is here for you, different ads and stuff like that. Jesus is thirsty. Jesus is like all over our screens. I just find that so like, so weird to advertise for like a religion, whatever. Jewish people would never. No, actually there is that, uh, what's, what's the name of it? My boyfriend always says that he thinks that they're like a psyop because it's like Jewish billboards 
that are like trying to get people to convert to Judaism, which is like the complete antithesis of like what you're supposed to do. And they say, wait, hold on. Jew belong. That's the name of it. And like no Jewish person I've ever spoken to enjoys these billboards or likes them. So I, I guess that's another religion doing like advertising. Okay. Here are some of the blind items I'm excited about. Allegedly, Haley Bieber is hooking up with some like mysterious billionaire in the blind item world. So it says, speaking of North of the Border singers, this former A-plus lister, Justin Bieber, is staying home while his wife attends holiday parties without him. Sometimes she is bringing dates with her. She hasn't brought the billionaire, though. Another one, too, that says, the wife of this A-list singer, Haley Bieber, is hooking up with an extremely wealthy business partner of a reality star. The wife wants a similar deal. And some people are speculating that this is Jay Sammons. Um, He launched Sky Partners with Kim Kardashian. So maybe Haley Bieber is going to be doing something similar. Another billionaire one, it says, the party is all but over for this couple who married while they were both impossibly young. When they first became a thing, he was a huge star and she barely was known outside certain circles. But their relationship seemed to work until now. The problem is her career is red hot and she's blossomed into a sophisticated beauty while he is still immature and his best career days are behind him. Behind his back, she's been being love bombed by a billionaire, but her hubby is too busy playing video games to notice. Friends fear that they won't make it to their next anniversary. Of course they will. Just cheat on each other and stay together like any normal Hollywood couple. Come on now. Another one, too, that says, Speaking of the barely there celebrity, Haley Bieber, I always assumed the reason she was walking her dog constantly is that she wanted to get outside and smoke and get some steps in. Someone suggested, though, and I tend to agree, is that a better explanation is that she gets to hang out with the guy who has the massive dog. Whenever Haley goes outside, there is the guy with the huge dog. They spend the entire time talking. And then another narrative saying this barely there married celebrity, Haley Bieber, blah, 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 has been quietly seeing the brother of one of her trainers. And it's interesting because when you read early blind items about Justin and Haley, he is cheating on her all the time. But within these past two years, I'm only reading blinds for this episode within the past two years. She is out with allegedly some sort of like fancy billionaire. I don't know who it is, but I'm intrigued. This was another one too from, you know, just last month in January. Uh, let's see. Haley Bieber spent at least two days of the holidays with the billionaire that lusts after her rather than her husband. And this is when for the new year, she and I think Justin and Kendall went to like some island beach vacation. And there's photos of her from that vacation. And the caption says 2024 dot 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 along for the ride. Ooh la la. I don't know why. I just love the idea. Um, of that for some reason. We have some old blind items about um, Scooter Braun hitting on Haley Bieber, allegedly. This was an interesting one saying that allegedly Justin Bieber wants to leave his manager, Scooter Braun. However, his wife would probably have to give up her makeup company because it is majority owned by people under contract to the manager and all of whom have their businesses managed by the former manager of Britney Spears. So this is just like a long-winded blind basically alleging that Scooter Braun is involved with Road Beauty, or that if Justin left, then Scooter knows a lot of people who invested in it, so then the company would go under. I always find that a little bit interesting, right? Like, who's pulling the strings behind everything? This was a blind item about what Justin is up to lately. It says, while his wife went to several events this weekend without him, this married former A-list singer took a bunch of drugs so he could stay up for almost three days playing a video game online. 
there's so many blind items about like Haley going out and being beautiful and Justin just like staying at home and playing video games, which by the way, I feel like boys connect so much with the video games because they play it with their headset and they chat to each other when they do it. So like my boyfriend will like hop onto discord at night, see which of his friends are all nine and they'll like all join some sort of like, I don't know, raid or like video game scenario. And they'll be chatting with each other. And like, I mean, you know, they're not having like deep therapy talks, but they'll just kind of like catch up as they play this game and technically spend time together. And I was just thinking like, I wish that existed For ladies, and I feel like what he does with Discord is the original days of AIM on the, you know, instant messenger, which was so fun to log online, see who else was online, and then you would start chatting with them because you were both online at the same time. And I feel like now we're all online 100% of the time. So maybe I'm not going to catch up with my friend Lauren from college, even though her and I are both online all the time. But if we had a Discord or an AIM page, And Wednesday at 8 p.m. I saw Lauren was online. I'd probably end up talking to her, you know? So I feel like we need to have, like, I know girls don't play video games as much, but I feel like girls need to have the same idea where we have all of our friends on Discord. And then maybe, I don't know, we hop on over to like Neopets or Pinterest and The Sims. And like we play a group game together while chatting on the headsets. I don't know. I'm still workshopping the idea, but you get what I mean. I think it would be fun. Okay. This is a blind item that I don't believe, but I just think it's funny. So it says, this barely there celebrity offspring, Haley Baldwin, who is married to an A-list singer, Justin Bieber, has started watching him when he has sex with other women. She says that she at least knows what he is doing. I don't think that's true. Um, And if it is true, she's a stronger woman than I. Okay, now this one I think is half true. This blind item says, this married foreign-born former A-plus-list tweener Justin Bieber got wasted at a party his wife did not attend and begged another woman for 30 solid minutes to let him orally service her. Now look, I don't know if that happened, but I do get the vibe that Justin Bieber goes downtown. I just do. I don't know why. I just do. Okay, and now I want to shout out some of the blind items that Selena is in particularly. This blind item says, as part of their agreement to attend the foreign gala next month, um, which is Vogue World London, this barely there celebrity, Haley Baldwin, and her A-list husband insisted that the A-list actress singer, Selena Gomez, not be invited. And I definitely think that's true. And I also feel like they're well within their rights to do it. Like, it's just going to be a shit show if Selena is at the same event that they're at. And you also do hear of celebrities doing this all the time. A few weeks ago, we did a Desperate Housewives episode. And um, I remember, I think it was like J-Lo was beefing allegedly with Eva Longoria and she would try to get her uninvited from events and then that way she could go. I actually, I don't even feel like it's that petty. Like there's so many events to go to in Hollywood. And if two people showing up at the same one is going to cause pain and drama for each party member, I would almost have like our assistants contact each other and like make sure that we don't run into each other. I, I in fact, find it polite and respectable to do that. Okay, here's a blind item that (laughs) I don't think it's true, but I like it. It's called trust. It says there are some very, very jealous and very insecure celebrities when it comes to their partners. Whether it is the tracker this former actress put on her foreign-born husband to see where he is at all times, and also where he is smoking or drinking, things can get bad, blah, blah, blah. That's about somebody different. 
Now we're about Haley and Justin. It says, one barely there celebrity, Haley Bieber, lets her husband, Justin Bieber's bodyguard, see her naked and even make some quick little videos so the bodyguard will report everything that the husband does and if he tries to contact any woman or have sex with some woman in a club or if he tries to contact his ex, Selena Gomez. Okay, come on. I don't believe that. Um, I definitely don't think that Haley is letting Justin Bieber's bodyguard look at her naked and send him little videos. Definitely not sending him little videos. You wouldn't want that shit on record. But I will say, kind of a good idea, isn't it? I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you're in a toxic, horrible relationship that's never going to be good if you have to get to the place where you're doing something like that. But it's nice to have the bodyguard on your side. Oh my God, I remember there was like a, was this like a tweet? It was a tweet or a TikTok where somebody was asking like, how did you find out that you were being cheated on? And a girl said, no joke, like the hobo in front of his apartment complex told me. And I think she had like built up some sort of like relationship. She said hobo. It wasn't me. I would have said somebody currently experiencing houselessness. But it was something like that where she was like, we were close. And he said that like my boyfriend was coming in and out with like a different girl or something like that. Anyway, I just remember the tweet from back in the day. Okay, another blind item. It says, this barely there celebrity offspring turned down a late night talk show for next week just because they were hosting Selena Gomez this week. Um, Selena has been on every talk show, so that is just strange. Okay, I'm going to say justice for Haley on this one. There have been so many rumors of Haley single white female and Selena Gomez and copying her. Some of the rumors, I believe, I just feel like there's a lot of evidence over there, which like, I also don't knock her. Oh, one day I have to do an episode on obsession. I am pro obsession. I talked about this with Christy a couple weeks ago over on Patreon, but like I obsess over people. I just do like, it's the reason this podcast is a thing, right? But like anytime I date someone new, I want to know about their past partners. Anytime I've stopped dating someone, I like to keep little tabs on them. And sometimes there's like a girl that I'll be like jealous of, but also find beautiful and like admire, but also dislike. And I love to stalk her social media. There's nothing I love more, especially when you find their Pinterest account or their Twitter, or like if they have a Finsta or like a Tumblr back in the day, it's just the most beautiful, delightful thing to go through and observe all characteristics of this person. I like to see what they wear. I like to see how they talk. I like to see who they talk to. I like to see what they eat. I like to copy what they eat. Not like in a weird way. It just inspires me. And then maybe, you know, they made chia pudding and then subconsciously before I know it, I'm making chia pudding next week. And I know it's bizarre, but I love it. Like, it's just like, it gives me something to do. It's like, you know, when you go through the rounds, you open Twitter, you open Reddit, you open Instagram. And then I like to go through and I like to have my little people and I check up on them and I check, 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 check. Okay, great. We did the rounds. And I know that makes me sound insane. And and I know at least two people will relate to it, but man, does it scratch a good itch. Anyway, so what I'm saying is I don't knock Haley if she did that with Selena, I have obsessed over Selena Gomez and I do not know the woman. So of course, like she fits the bill. You're dating someone and it's like their ex who they dated for a long time and everyone in the world is obsessed with. Like, of course she's going to be obsessed with her. I would. She fits the bill. Anyway, but back to this blind item when it's like, oh my God, Haley didn't go on the show because Selena went on it earlier that week. 
I see why Haley is smart not to do that because there were so many copying single white female allegations that if Haley went on the show, I'm sure there would have been some sort of Twitter thread being like, Haley's copying Selena. She went on the exact same show that she did and she crossed her legs in the same way, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and then there was this last blind item here. It says, speaking of running into each other, the married A-list celebrity offspring Haley Bieber and the A-list actress-singer Selena Gomez have made it a point to not run into each other. It is also interesting that the buzz about the billionaire for Haley got really... Oh, sorry. The buzz about a billionaire seeing Selena Gomez got really loud after the rumors that Haley Bieber was seeing a billionaire on the side. Dude, both the girls copy each other. Like, both the girls are a little bit obsessed with each other, and I love it. Like, I love a good obsession. I think it keeps you sharp. I think it keeps you young. It keeps you smart. It keeps you with it. You know? I like it. Anyway, but this blind item was just like a few months ago, I think in September, they were both in Paris. And that's the thing. Even though they didn't run into each other, articles were like, both girls are in the city at the same time. Like, what does it mean? Like, they just can't get away from it. So we're just going to wrap things up with um, two things I saw on Reddit about Haley. So one said, this was a comment three years ago, but it says, Haley stylist Maeve Riley is fame hungry as hell. She styles herself and Haley exactly the same. She used to hook up with Gerard Butler and it's believed that she calls the paparazzi on Haley. And people were saying that Maeve will like always tag Haley and stuff, but Haley won't tag Maeve back. I don't know if she's still her stylist because this comment was from three years ago, but you know, a little rogue tea. And then this one was a long story from Reddit that I did a little bit of research into, and I don't know if I believe all of it, okay? Somebody said, I live two streets down from Justin Bieber and Haley. They bought a house in my neighborhood about an hour outside of Toronto shortly after they got married about a year or two before the pandemic. So that makes sense. You know, they got married in 2018. No one here cares that they're famous, and apparently they hate that, which I don't understand. Wouldn't you want a break from fame? So they bought a gray Mercedes van with Bieber Industries written on the side in big, bold letters, and they drive around in it in town. It's the most desperate attention-seeking thing I have ever seen. During the pandemic, they constantly traveled internationally and avoided our uh, province lockdown rules, and the whole town hated them for it, especially because they lied on social media by claiming it was a road trip, when in reality, there is a private airfield not too far from where we live, which he stores his private jet at. Also, I know that the French couple who lives directly next door to them, they told me that their dog, Oscar, always hops the fence and poops on their lawn, and his assistant, Scott, never picks it up. They're known in town for being attention-seeking brats who demand VIP treatment. And look, I believe some of that, but not all of it. I did some research. They do have this gray Mercedes van that they drive around in, but I couldn't find Bieber Industries written on the side in big, bold letters. And I watched a bunch of videos that show all sides of the van. Also, this person says that the dog always hops the fence and poops on their lawn. Their dog's name is Oscar. Oscar is also like three inches tall. So I don't know how in the fuck that dog could hop any fence. Like maybe he crawls under it. Or maybe the fence is... No, like there's no way a fence could... Like look up the dog Oscar. There's no way that dog is hopping over any fence. So I don't know. Is that a person with a vendetta? Or is it true? You be the one to judge. So anyway, that is my little reading on Haley Bieber. I was just excited to look into her because it's like, what do we know about her? Lip gloss, lip gloss and biker shorts and Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. And it seems like that's about it. So when I listened to her, I 
I do think she's a sweet girl. I think she came, you know, she, she had a father who was struggling with addiction. She was raised very religious. I want to give her grace about a lot of things because of that. That being said, you know, I don't want to give her the full credit of being a businesswoman or an interviewer until she gets her hands dirty. You know, I want to see her interviewing some real life people outside of her bubble, outside of the Nepo baby bubble, outside of the Kardashian bubble. And if she's a businesswoman, you know, I, I just like, I just, I just don't believe any celebrity is really like a true entrepreneur rolling their sleeves up. I just don't think so. So anyway, let me know what you think about Haley Bieber. I'm curious for your thoughts about this and we'll see too, you know, will they be having a baby together in the next couple of years? Everybody always thinks that they're going to break up. It's always on their bingo cards. I don't think that they are, but I could see them in being in some sort of open relationship where like the first half of their relationship, they were dating. He was cheating on her. Now Justin's like a little bit depressed playing video games and he's like, look, we can open things up. Like you go see that billionaire, he'll keep you happy, do things for you that I can't. And then I get to like, you know, take my drugs and play my video games. Way more people have open relationships than I think you would think. So there we go. Thank you for hanging out with me. And once again, as we said up at the top, we have some Fluently Forward merch. So fluentlyforward.com slash merch. If you want to check it out, we have hello, hello. We have very much in love and we have floozy. Um, and of course, over on Instagram, if there's anything you want for the second drop of merch, just go ahead and let me know. So thank you for hanging out with me. I will see you on Wednesday for a mini episode of Fluently Forward. Bye guys.